The following aviation podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast by thepilotreport.com about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Hi, this is Len, and before we get started today, I wanted to make a one note that occasionally during our special in-the-field recordings, we do encounter some interesting background sounds and ambiance. Today, it was the ringing telephones of the pilot shop, including the commuter train hilariously making its way down Main Street across the street from the pilot shop. Keeping those items in mind, we hope you enjoy this special In the Field episode with AviationUniverse.us. Hello and welcome to this special In the Field edition of the Stuck Mike Avcast. I'm Len Costa and I am joining you from the center of the aviation universe here in Bensonville, Illinois. Uh, joining me today are Laura and Richard Yowell. How are you today? We're good. We're good. Did I pronounce the last name right, by the yep. way? Yowell? <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Laura and Richard actually are the owners of a pilot shop here in Bensonville, and I thought that I would stop by with them today and get, get to know them a little bit. Um, first of all, guys, what is, uh, what is Aviation Universe? Tell us about that. Well, we're a pilot shop, but we're also a um, central location for aviation enthusiasts of all types. Um, we are trying to build a community of like-minded people as well as provide a service to the people of Chicagoland. Okay. Now, uh, like I said, we are in a pilot shop. Um, where'd you guys come up with the idea for the business or for the pilot shop itself? Well, we used to run a similar business for a, another company. Okay. Um, and they were a Canadian company, and they decided to close down about a year and a half ago. Um, and we thought that there was still a need in the Chicago area for a shop like this, so we opened our own store. Wonderful. And you guys have been in business for how long now, then? Just over a year. Okay. Now... For some reason, I thought that maybe you were at a different location previous to this one. Is that, that also is true? Yeah, we were uh, up the street on York Road. Okay, is that part of the, the last year that you've been? No, that was the previous company. That Okay, that was the previous company. So you've been at this location here for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, great. Yeah, and I had, I had previously been in the store, like I had mentioned, before we got uh, into recording and met with Richard. Um, so it's, it's you and your husband, and I happen to notice two dogs uh, with, that have... A fun name. Tell me about the tell me about the dogs that join you here in the shop, Richard. Uh, that's uh, Wilbur and Orville. We Wilbur. have to call them Wilbur and Orville. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, coonhound uh, uh, black lab rescues. Okay. And they're about two and a half years old, and they're probably the most popular thing we have in the store. <laughs> <laughs> because we have the odd customer will come in if one of us is at home and the dogs are with us. They go, well, where are the dogs? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they love people. Um, and especially they love children, mm-hmm. so they'll be dead asleep in the back, and they hear children's voices here, and they just come racing. We think it's from them being in the in the pound or okay. in the uh, adoption place, and kids coming in and petting them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they're great fun and just lovely guys. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Pets are always a always an attraction, no matter where you go. So that's absolutely that's good. And when, when Laura told me their names, Wilbur and Orville, I thought that was hysterical. I like that. That's pretty. <laughs> 
That's pretty cute. Um, okay, so a little bit of background. Like you mentioned, uh, you were involved in a previous um, uh, aviation pilot shop. But as far as your your other background in aviation, we'll start with Laura. Uh, are you do you, are you a pilot? I am a pilot. Um, I all my licenses and radians are Canadian. Okay. Um, I have a Canadian CFI, Canadian ATP, um, and I flew cargo in Ontario for a while, and then I flew for a regional airline for Air Canada. Okay. For a while as well. Okay. And yourself? Uh, I got my I gave myself uh, flying lessons when I was forty. <laughs> uh, and I got my commercial ticket just to be a better pilot, mm -hmm. and uh, we had a Beach Musketeer back in Canada, uh, but we sold it, um, and we've just been sort of too busy down here to really get back up in the air. Okay. Um, yeah, and I always loved flying. I was a model airplane builder as a kid, and anything with a motor and a propeller, even without a motor. And Richard's father was in the RCAF okay. in World War II, okay. so it's sort of in his blood. It's in yeah. his family, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. As my... Um, my one uncle was shot down over Normandy and wow. escaped. Okay. He was a um, hurricane pilot. Mm -hmm. So it's there. It's the, yeah, <laughs> it's in the family. That's neat. Um, so have either of you had an opportunity to, like you said, you haven't done a lot of flying since you've come down to the States, but uh, you know, haven't converted your certificates? or Not yet. I'm not just yet. in the process of okay. doing that now. Um, I'm also a member of the Civil Air Patrol here, so okay. I'm hoping to do some flying with them. Um, and I'd like to get my um, CFI down here. Okay, very cool. Now, I'm not necessarily familiar, and it's a little off topic, but since we, since you are in the process of converting them, mm -hmm. and generalize the level of difficulty of, you know, the process so far, what you've experienced. It's paperwork, a lot of paperwork. Okay. Um, and for most licenses and ratings, it's just a matter of a differences exam, um, and writing them a check. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, for the CFI, it's pretty much you start from scratch and, oh, right. and do it as per the FAA regulations. That's interesting. Yeah. So you've got got to spend a little money on that one that's to right. keep that one. Yeah. That one's, but that is one of the ones that's uh, it's most rewarding as well. Right. So I can I can see why you would, you would want to do that. Um, well, very cool. So, yeah, so we're in the pilot shop and, uh, you know, I was curious Tell us about some of uh, what, what kind of items do you feature, feature here in this location? Well, we carry all the items that you would expect from a pilot shop. Um, we carry the full line of FAA charts, which you can't really find many other places around Chicago. Um, all of the training materials that you'd need, um, basic pilot supplies and logbooks and flight bags and that sort of thing. Um, but we also carry uh, things for the enthusiasts, so collectible models, mm -hmm. uh, kids' toys, um, lots of unique handmade items um, made by local craftsmen. Um, this coffee table that we're sitting at mm -hmm. right here um, is made from, this one is a Stearman. Stearman wing. Yeah, I was going to say it looked like a piece of a wing. <clears throat> yeah, so we have a lot of unique items like that that you wouldn't find in any other place. Um, and as you and I were talking before we mm -hmm. started the recording, we do have some memorabilia from MIGS. Yes, good field. old Chicago MIGS, <laughs> which I had never flown into. Um, and what, what was your comment on that again? Had you had it? Oh, you I, had gone on vacation. <laughs> I was planning on flying into MIGS the week after they ended up closing it down. So I never actually got to fly into MIGS. Came back from vacation and the airport was closed. That's, That's right. A, <laughs> that is a bummer. But uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I was I was noticing that. I almost had I almost had forgot about MIGS until I saw the sticker a couple of months ago when I was in the store and I it just brought back memories of uh, We like to keep the memory alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The memory I think we all do. But and I hadn't even realized it's been ten years, I can see up there. Twenty uh, nineteen forty eight to two thousand three. Actually it's been 
Yeah, it's been ten years yeah, since they closed it. Ten years. Right. It's yeah. unbelievable yeah. how long it's been. It just seemed like uh, seemed like yesterday. Yeah. Um, we also that? have um, got quite a few like bag tags. Okay. Um, got retro um, mugs. We sell a lot of retro mugs. Yeah, a lot of airlines that have. Mm -hmm. um, um, should we pause? We'll let the train go by. The good old Chicago Metra. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of airlines that um, people are nostalgic for, like TWA, mm -hmm. Pan Am, um, all of uh, Piedmont, Eastern, North Central. We have a lot of memorabilia, mugs, mm -hmm. pins, uh, bag tags, tin signs. Jewelry. Jewelry. And, yeah, and a lot of things that um, you just wouldn't find anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I make a lot of the jewelry myself because I know as oh, okay. a female aviator, there's not a ton of stuff <laughs> out there. So, well, that's interesting. I'll have to tell uh, my co-host uh, Victoria about that because right. she's always interested in, in aviation-related jewelry. Um, so that's pretty neat. And what do you? What would you guys feel are some of your best-selling or popular products here? It um, really sort of depends on the time. Okay. Um, our most popular product every 58 days are approach plates. Approach plates and charts. Um, and then if there's, um, when lots started flying again, um, we have uh, die-cast models. Okay. Uh, uh, Dreamliner. So as soon as, like, we just got a shipment today and two of them are gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as soon as someone finds out, they'll... That'll be the hot seller okay. mm -hmm. for the week. So it, it uh, moves around. We sell um, when we carry uh, some esoteric magazines, a lot of uh, British magazines, mm -hmm. and we have people that we email. You know, uh, every month when the magazine yeah. comes in, Air Forces <laughs> International is here. Chuck, okay, <laughs> you know, the next day, uh -huh. and so he'll come in and buy three or four magazines. A fellow was uh, was looking for U.S. Airlines 2013. Mm -hmm. He so today my hottest seller is magazine. <laughs> so it really does uh, move back and forth. And we do we do a lot of shows as well. We do a lot of the air shows around here. Oh, okay. We, uh, just did uh, Bolingbrook, the Cloud Cavalcade of Planes. Yep. The beginning of June. Um, those sorts of things we sell a ton of kids' toys. Mm -hmm. and we have a really great selection of kids' toys. Okay. Yeah. But I would say probably um, diecast models are big. Mm -hmm. um, but again, at the training books, uh, when new editions come out, yeah. we went through, I don't know, you know, you sort of order what you think, mm -hmm. and we reordered uh, maintenance books, I think, three or four times. Mm -hmm. Because, oh, they've got the maintenance books, so I just go over there. Mm -hmm. um, and as I say, those retro mugs, mm -hmm. we just got them Monday, and they're gone on Thursday. Flying out, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and certainly at Christmas we sell a lot of kids' toys. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and we do cater to airline crews who mm -hmm. are having layovers here as well. A lot of the international airline crews, um, we've gotten the reputation of we will come pick you up at your hotel. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and we bring them back here and they do a lot of shopping. You know, they buy a lot of Boeing paraphernalia because mm -hmm. we sell a lot of the Boeing products. Sure. Um, you know, lanyards, uh, stickers, pins, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the bag tags are really popular with the international airlines okay. as well. Okay. Yeah, so we've had um, Air Berlin. Uh, Berlin. They, 
They're new, by the way. Are they? Yeah, just, I just I saw them the other day yeah, uh, landing coming. in O'Hare, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I think that's the first time I might have seen them here. Right. Yeah. So they're definitely here. A couple months. Yeah. Yeah. And we're also um, speaking of that. The reason we know about that is we're yeah, co-sponsors with the Bensonville Police. Okay. Of the ORD Airport Watch Program. Okay. Um, and that's that article that I gave you from CNN. Um, and it's uh, people who are plane spotters as a hobby. Mm -hmm. um, so what we've done in partnering with the Bensonville Police is the people who are members get a background check done. Um, they become part of an unofficial sort of terrorism squad mm -hmm. to, um, to help the FBI and the TSA and Homeland Security look out for suspicious activity around the airport. But okay. um, they're a great resource for all the stuff that's new that's coming into O'Hare. So, you know, the United 787 mm -hmm. started coming back in, Air Berlin, um, when COPA started coming in to the airport, things like that. Okay. So it's actually, uh, yeah, you just mentioned the article on CNN, and I'm looking I'm looking at that here. So is that essentially the gist of it was, was part of, uh, part, you know, part of the plane watching in the community locally? So, That's right, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, I've got that here, and we can... Uh, you can put a link to that in the show notes and share that That'd be great. with the listeners. That's 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 pretty neat. Um, you know, another fun little fact that I, I learned the first time I came in here and I spoke with Richard is that you guys do occasionally have events in store. Mm -hmm. And in one of those events, you had author Carlene Pettit here that's right. to talk about her book, Flight for Control. We actually interviewed her um, not too long after her book came out. Fascinating woman and a story that I got chills reading because I could relate as an airline pilot to so many things in there. And I could also, you know, empathize and, and see certain trends that I felt, you know, this, I, I feel like some of this stuff is actually going on out there and it wasn't all just, you know, a bunch of uh, fiction to me. It, it felt very realistic. Agreed. Um, what do you guys think of the book? I thought it was great. And Car Carlene is just... Um her little talk, there was mostly men who were here, Okay. and uh, she came up with an idea for her talk, and uh, just said, I've got an idea, of, and do you mind if I try to do it? Oh, sure. <laughs> Laura said. So she had on her full uniform, okay. her captain's uniform, and she started to talk about life as an airline pilot. You know, when you started out, you love flying, and you <laughs> got your first job, and so she put on one hat, and you got another airline, she put on another hat. And she went through all this, and then, uh, and then one day, they took your uh, your stripes away. She pulled her stripes off her jacket, mm -hmm. and then you got furloughed, and she took her jacket off. And all these men were sick, because Carlene is quite a striking woman. <laughs> we're all just fixated. <laughs> and she got down to it, and then, uh, and because you made bad investments in real estate, you lost your shirt. And she started unbuttoning her shirt. <laughs> so what did you do? And she pulled it over, she had our, one of our t-shirts on. You opened a pilot shop. <laughs> and we, everyone just collapsed in laughter. It was just a moment. And she just, off the cuff, for probably 20 minutes, this thing went on. Yeah. Was like, where is she going with this? <laughs> it was fantastic. Just a, a wonderful woman. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we had to, some time to talk to her that day. Uh, and what a positive uh, mm -hmm. Influence she is. Yeah, she is great. I like I said, I really enjoyed the story. Yeah, me too. And as a former airline pilot myself, it's there's definitely um, she's brought up some issues, but mm -hmm. in a fun way, like right. in, in a fun context. Exactly. That, that's what I thought. In a way that even non aviators could read and come to an awareness of what's what's going on out there. Yeah, it's a, it was a great story. Um, 
Now, I gotta be honest, I've kind of gone through most of the questions I was thinking. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add or tell me, uh, you know, tell us about the, the store or the location, about yourselves, anything else? Uh, just that um, we both love aviation. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of my favorite stories uh, about being here is um, there was a young guy, he was an instructor, and he was wandering around the store, and there were a couple of pilots uh, in these very chairs, and mm -hmm. they were talking away, and I went to the post office, did some wind off somewhere, and came back, and the fellow was still here. The pilots had gone, but he was still here. And so after he left, I said, Laura, he was here an awful long time. He said, well, he confessed, he just liked to hear pilots talk. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of, um, like, the atmosphere that, mm -hmm. um, you know, come in. You don't have to buy something, mm -hmm. but uh, come in and chit-chat. And it's, um, like, we really are committed to the community of... Uh, of this area mm -hmm. and the, the pilot community, mm -hmm. uh, and we we're certainly interested in um, making uh, people who are getting into flying as easy as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, have been kids come in and say, "Come back and ask us any questions." Mm -hmm. There's no there's no such thing as a bad question, and for professional pilots such as yourself, um, you know, if there's something you need and we can get it for you, mm -hmm. we'd be happy to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I can vouch for the community. I walk in and there's two nice leather chairs and a coffee table. I noticed outside you've got the folding lawn chairs right on the front property there for people to sit out in the, on, yeah. the, on the front patio of the store. That's pretty cool. And we've got free Wi-Fi, so, you know, especially if you're, you're here and you've got some time. Mm -hmm. You know, for someone like yourself, I don't know how your schedule goes, but mine was... A bunch of flights, five-hour break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Work, work, work. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Work, work, work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Come hang our, out for the wait, wait, wait part. <laughs> yeah. And for our, the uh, spotters, uh, we're a place that they can meet up. Uh, because, you know, what one runway? I don't know. I'll meet you at... Uh, Aviation University, mm -hmm. we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. And you get thirsty, come on back. Mm -hmm. And need to use washroom, come on in. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the kind of that's the kind of place I'd like to go to, mm -hmm. and so that's the kind of place that we'd like to provide. Yeah, I noticed uh, looking at the map when I was just refreshing my memory of driving directions. You guys are pretty much on the southwest corner of the O'Hare property. That's where where Bensonville is. So you're, I mean, the airplanes are flying around and flying over and taking off all day long. That's right. Yeah, and when they finish the new runways, they'll be coming right up. Mm -hmm. like they'll be either coming right over here or going back out the other way. Right. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, I did have another question. You, you talked about some plane spotting, and I'm still new to the area. Where are, uh, for other Chicago residents or people in this area, where are good places for plane spotting around O'Hare? Well, if they want to come in the store, we can give them a map. <laughs> uh, uh, with quite a few uh, locations, and uh, it was done by one of the people who was in Airport Watch. Okay. So there's little balloons, and he describes the spot. You know, it's best in the afternoon because mm -hmm. in the morning you'll get be, have to be you know uh, filming through the wires. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there's Beeline Drive, which is just north of us. Uh, there's a building on the other side of the airport called USG, mm -hmm. uh, and all of the businesses around this area have become aware of Airport Watch, and especially the USG uh, parking lot, they would have, uh, not a lot, but they would have you know cars broken into for the change. Mm -hmm. Now, nothing, because there's a bunch of people in Orange Vest standing mm -hmm. there. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's the police and FBI and Homeland Security are really just, uh, I'm not amazed, but it's really delightful mm -hmm. how they have embraced this. 
Uh, and uh, we had one training session and the, the woman who was doing the terrorist talk from the FBI said, if I was a terrorist, I wouldn't stand beside him with that orange vest. <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, I don't want to be known. <laughs> so if anyone wants to uh, to spot, um, for sure come in the store. Mm -hmm. and we can give them a map. We can, uh, if they would like to join Airport Watch, we can help them with that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, we really encourage it because there are a terrific bunch of people. And in fact, there's a man in this morning who uh, wanted to get into uh, spotting, mm -hmm. but he wasn't sure. You know, what should he get a telephoto lens? I said, go to there. <laughs> Find the people with the orange vest, they know. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a, a big sharing of information and mm -hmm. uh, whenever Airport Air Force One comes in, the emails are back oh, and forth. Sure. Back and forth. Oh, sure. <laughs> and when the, when the Dreamliner left, back and forth and back and forth. Mm -hmm. When do you think it is? What runway do you think? Uh, so they're a, a really good, uh, really nice group of people and, uh, and because they're enthusiastic, mm -hmm. uh, they've got a passion mm -hmm. and they, anyone with a passion is always happy to mm -hmm. share it. That's true. Very true. Um, now, in closing, you know, we're, we're here at your current location, um, which is in Bensonville. What's the address again, by the way? We're at 13 West Main Street, shop number six. Shop number six in Bensonville, Illinois. Wonderful. Um, and this is your only physical location, but for folks who aren't in, in, you know, local to Bensonville, how else can, how else can somebody visit with you or shop the store? We have a web store, okay. um, and that's www.aviationuniverse.us. Okay. Um, and we also, you can phone um, and talk to any one of us if you would rather have human contact, okay. uh, which we all appreciate. Uh, and if we don't stock something, we mm -hmm. can more, can more than likely order it for you. Mm -hmm. um, we try to keep as much as we can, but as you can see, it's not a huge place. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> we, uh, we stock as much as we can, but everything else we can order for you. You can order, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what about uh, Twitter? We've got a big community on Twitter of uh, aviators. That, that's been growing. It's kind of like the online hangar chat. Are you guys on Twitter? We are on Twitter. Um, it's at Aviation U-N-V-R-S-E. Okay. <laughs> we didn't have enough letters to go You're limited sometimes to so what you can share. Yeah. Yes, that's right. We're also we're on Facebook. We're on Pinterest. Okay. Um, we do all the social media stuff. So. Okay, wonderful. Well, I'll include that in the show notes as well, so mm -hmm. we have uh, direct links to everything. Well, wonderful. It was, uh, it was great to actually come down and get to know you guys a little bit more and, and learn about the pilot shop, and I really appreciate you spending the time with us today. Once again, this is Len Coster reporting in the field at Aviation Universe in Bensonville, Illinois, and I uh, wish you clear skies and calm winds. Take care. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Abcast. Members of the Stuck Mike Abcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Abcast is an aviation podcast brought to you by thepilotreport.com, a Len Costa Production.